Yeah. Fountain, Dr. Pepper. Eventually, yeah. our Patreon will just be the conversations when we're. <laughs> it's not paranormal or conspiracy at all. They're just talking about fucking soda over there. Yeah. I actually don't drink soda anymore. I didn't oh, look at Heather better than everyone else. Yeah. No, I'll get it like, okay, if we get like late night Taco Bell, heck yeah, I'm going to get like, but I get this weird like cough, I think, from the syrup in it now. Yeah. Because I don't drink it. And then like, I'll just like, I sound like a smoker. Like I'm hacking up. Yep. Not These... attractive, but I do love like Spindrift. <laughs> oh, I drink that in the oh. in the summer though. I'm like a weird person. Like I love, I go hardcore on like seltzers in the summer. It's just like I don't know, like good, you know, flavor to your water. It's bubbly. See, this Neat. is going to be a future part of our podcast. These yeah. conversations, but. When we don't the have scenes of what these yeah. weirdos really talk <laughs> about all the time. It'll have to wait. Sparkling till, water. You know. It's lit over here. Yeah. It'll have to wait a little bit longer till the kids are a little older and we quit our jobs. Yeah. Because everybody's going to definitely know. Here, try try this <laughs> of, of <laughs> other. <laughs> and you'll hear us like with <laughs> sucking in <laughs> front of the microphone. Do, am I going to have to bleep that out now, Christian? You talk. Yeah. yeah, he took I it out. I should just do like a really long bleep, like thirty <laughs> seconds. Yeah. That would be like an Easter egg yeah. for people. Like if you could do it, you could do it as an Easter egg for that only people that really would understand. Yeah. what the hell's going on? But everybody else would be like, "Well, oh, just like this." Yeah. yeah, that's that was the only Michael thing I've ever always. Dropped. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, crack me up. Yeah, no, I well, I did it with your your pouch too. So people people aren't gonna know what you said, but it's like eat eat. What it was. And- like, how did that get brought up again? I don't remember. It, we talk about weird shit all the time. I'm going to have to bleep <laughs> these last few things yeah. out anyway just to keep <laughs> keep our image. You, Bunch of, yeah. you know what it's getting to now is the minute we hear that record button. All the weird shit that's there, <laughs> yeah. right? It's, it's like, like we're all just sitting here quiet and here yeah. we hear tick, tick, yeah. tick. And then right then we just start yeah. talking bullshit. Round one. <laughs> yeah. No, it gets we pretty intense. Yeah. Now it's like yeah. All the weird we, we were actually talking podcast stuff in the house, then came out here and started talking about soda and weird shit. Yeah. So it, I mean, it's, it's par like for the course. You, you really get a drink and then you suddenly have a burp. You want to, it's like when you have a big spot and then you're just like, I feel like this burp trapped in your throat. And I'm like, I've had times where I'm like, oh, don't happen. Like, <laughs> don't come out now. There was, there was, there was a time in like one of the episodes we just did where I looked over at you right when you. You were burping, and you were, <laughs> and you were trying not to make it loud on the yeah. microphone, and you yeah. were trying to read what you. Were That's reading. why I've been drinking Gatorade. Gatorade always gives me this weird bubble at the bottom of my throat, and I feel like it's going to turn into a burp. And it's only the Gatorade. I don't yeah. know what. Yeah, don't blame it on the Gatorade. Heather. <laughs> I've been drinking H two O all day, yeah. and I've no, not had a burp come out. It's so. cool. I've considered burping on the like just as like if just someone's in the middle of talking, just. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture like elf. Yeah. yeah. Oh goodness. Did you hear yeah. that? <laughs> no, just to just to fuck with people. I don't know. Like these are the thoughts that enter my head and apparently all of our heads. So like I wonder if the listeners would like my bodily functions. <laughs> like high five, Scott. That was a good one. Yeah. You never. You just really don't know. You know, we're people too. You know, these things are. These things happen. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I when we get, just get rolling, I sit over here and I'm like, okay, Scott has this planned out. And then for some reason I talk and now it seems like we're like, we're all like just doing that now. Scott's over there like, shut up, Christian and Heather. He's just used to it. He's like, ah, they're going to talk about yeah. something weird. Yeah. Drag this out. Yeah. It's like, again, par for the course. So these things happen. 
regardless of all that, we're not here to talk about soda. We're not here to talk about snack choices. Heather brought over some really weird snacks for the record. And she, <laughs> the audacity to even call these things snacks is a little unsettling. Um, but... <laughs> But my husband's listening. He is 100% agree. <laughs> yeah, he gets so mad. He'll open up the pantry and be like, this is bullshit. <laughs> Where are the good yeah. snacks? Yeah. I try to keep us healthy. Kindred spirits, Michael and I. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're, we're here to talk about, uh, and actually a little twist in um, a turning of the tables, if you will. Christian has a, a conspiracy of his own and this is breaking news cue the dun 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 dun, dun. so so we're, we're going to talk about this little i'm going to let christian take it away because i still i have no idea this is the first time heather and i are hearing this we were 100 yeah. percent just in the living room and we're like we have an idea let's just roll with it so so this is christian's if you like it you're welcome if you don't sorry yeah let's let's christian you can take it away i'm just blabbering at this point all right I just want you guys to understand that I have figured out the secret to the universe and how we exist in this simulated reality, which we've talked about before. We have. Mm, I love the topic. But watching (laughs) WandaVision, I was hit with an epiphany, and we won't be spoiling that here. We will just talk about one specific part that has nothing to do with the plot, Mm. and that's the, the first part of the end credits. Okay. So and this is after the the episode has, has even taken or has taken place. You're now in the end credits. In the end of episode credits. seven, right? And he's all oh, of them. Oh, all of them have the same. There. Okay. I didn't catch it till episode seven, but it's always been it's there. In every end credit. Okay, gotcha. Basically, well, first off, do you think that that's possible? Wandavision having a conspiracy? Yeah, I think anything is possible. You've you've come to the right place with your conspiracies, Christian. All right. And I kind of showed you guys a little bit and you kind of looked at me like, what the hell's wrong with you? That's, but honestly, how is that different from any other day of the week that you show us? Yeah, that's you? true. You're like, yeah. what was the, well, you guys might have even said, are you high? Classic. Yeah. So, cause that's the, that's what this conspiracy sounds, sounds like. Wonder. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Now I just got lost. Well, the government clicked my brain off. That sounds about right. Yeah. No. Okay. So in the credits, so we're all in, everything in the world is energy, right? Yes. We we can kind of agree on that, whether it's a conspiratorial energy or just energy. Yeah. To an extent. Yeah, for sure. So with energy, it's got to like have like a positive and negative kind of charge, yes. you know, no matter what or all. It's a balance. Yeah. Like a balance. That's exactly it. Yeah. So I'm watching this end credits and we go into on a close up right at the end of the end credits that showed the characters to vision and his eye. And then you go inside of his eye and you see all the... uh hexagon yeah crystals all reflecting back and forth to each other it looks like they're like mirroring each other red yeah. and green and i think what they're trying to basically tell you is how vision's mind works and how it's set up and how the communication is is going on there but it's like the code beneath the code does that make sense no it doesn't because it doesn't make sense to me i was well, about to say fl- is this quoting it, quoting you and like Dyatlov, like where this suddenly all makes sense but it doesn't and i don't understand yeah. <laughs> that's how i feel right now yeah. Makes sense, but it doesn't. Just know why. you know, I'll flesh it out. Flesh okay, it out for us. So I think yes, Marvel, and this seems like a Stanley type of thing. Okay, this is the conspiracy is sending us a message through this part of the end credits that we are limited living. It's confirming we live in a simulation. Interesting. And look at the show a little bit. The whole point of the show is somebody is controlling something. Yeah. And if we live in a simulation. Who's controlling us? 
And if there is a simulation, what is the purpose of the simulation? To simulate. And so if you're simulating something, you're basically solving a problem, right? Yeah. So we have the operating system, which you know might be politicians, corporations, religions. Yeah. That's the operating system of our simulation. Okay. And we are the code that's produced or the code that work that runs the operating system. Us that aren't that powerful people. Yeah. So it's it's important, but these the operating system is giving us a job to solve some problems. And maybe solving those problems throughout history has created to advancements like almost that this the new that solving each problem leads to another problem that must be solved. And that keeps advancing, kind of like how computers in the early days started yeah. off really clunky. And now you look at them now. They're still know, pretty clunky. Yeah. They're the, better, but. but the, and they yeah. have some that are too expensive for us to use that aren't clunky at all, that do amazing things. And then the next level is going to be. So every time that these, that this energy reflecting back at each other, producing some kind of code on some level is advancing the universe. Are you saying that it's creating another simulation within the simulation? Yeah. Like once you, once that problem is solved, that simulation like may- boop, you're in the next simulation. Yeah. Like, okay, mm. we don't really need that simulation anymore. Let's take some of the parts over here or some of the, in this case, some of the people or some of the beans Yeah, or the successful plants, whatever it is, the things that work go to the next simulation and then the next problem's being solved. And that is just- Whoever's in charge of the simulation, we can make it spiritual or digital. It is a process that we are advancing in constantly, and it can never end. It just starts a new simulation. And whoever's or whatever is in control, what are the problems they're asking that we're such a small little piece of it and kind of in infancy of, and that our existence is kind of serves a purpose. And then we move on to a different simulation that serves a different purpose. Would, is that moving on death? That's where I think, I think it could be on death, but I also- That's our new, like you die and then you go into your next- cell. Yeah. Like, like I'm like, that's my confusing thing. Like I remember my life of everything now for the yeah, most memory part. Like I have memory kicker. and I'm remembering all these things. I've always been the same person. And like, I don't ever think that a past life or yeah. think of that. So when I die, my next simulation starts. I don't- I, Like I, I loosely get this theory. And I like, think the death part is like the grandness of it, hmm. but- on any kind of simulation, it's stacked upon the simpler levels. And the death will, whether it's for us or in yeah. the simulation, will be forever the question, what is after that? Yeah. But in every moment, every part of our body, every part of nature around us, every part of our universe and this planet is kind of depleting or going away or dying. And it's that next level. So, in itself, it's in a simulation that constantly advances. And now we need a scientist to explain what we were are, just talking about. Because are, are you are you talking like this simulation almost to an extent of being artificial intelligence where it, it has taken over and it now creates new simulations based on problems that it believes needs to be solved? Yeah. So okay. it's kind of a never ending simulation because yeah. the, art, the AI won't let it end. They'll just advance it. And mm. the whole point of AI is kind of to, in my in my. Or I have a feeling whether we're there now or that's what we're going to do is AI is just going to be doing work constantly. Yeah. They don't care about the emotions, the general outcome. They're going to ask questions to produce results that is the best case scenario. It's all math, which, you know, so none of the other stuff matters. Yeah. So the simulation is going to keep running. But in this simulation, like say us humans, 
we have an opportunity to actually living because those that the AI that runs the simulation doesn't have time to deal with it on our level. Mm. And that is so we could still live and exist within that. Sorry, simulation. Punch the table. Yeah. And in the end, you're like, okay, I live in a simulation. You still didn't give me any answers, yeah. which is kind of the point of the simulation because you're constantly striving in life to find the answers. And yeah. once you find the answers, you look. Most times it's best if you just start looking for other answers instead of like, I got all the answers, I can rest now. You're like, well, now I want the answers over here or the answers here. And it's not always on a spiritual realm. It's like just a simplistic realm. A quest for knowledge. Yeah. I don't know. I just, the closest thing I could understand to being in a simulation was trying out the VR. Yeah. Like I was like, this trippy. suddenly all makes sense now. Like I'm in a game, but being an oral person within a game. Yeah. Like that's when I was like, it all makes sense now. Yeah. I am not me. But I am me. The weirdest thing ever. Scott brought it over a few weeks. and <laughs> It is pretty cool. I can't get off the plank. Like I, And it's the weirdest. Still? Like I tell people, I could, no, I can't. It's like sweating. I'm so scared. That's so funny. And I'm like, I know I'm in the living room. Like I know this. I'm an adult. And I still like the second I try to put my foot on the board, my heart is racing. Like my palms are sweaty and I can't do it. Knees weak, arm spaghetti? Yes. Okay. That's it. <laughs> I, I knew, like, I got on the plank and I looked around. I'm like, this is cool. Took a step closer. This is cool. And I kept doing it until I'm like, I'm just going to see what it keeps looking like as I get closer. And then eventually I fell. I'm like, oh, that was kind of cool. I know. They're all like, yeah. job. And I'm like, but I don't want to kill my virtual me. Like, I'm yeah. committing virtual I think, suicide over here. <laughs> I think I'm the only person that, as soon as I put it on, just walked. Right. What does that say about my mental state? You're I'm like, like I'm done. On my way down. No. Yeah. Like, cause to me, I was like, I'm for sure this is fake. It'll be weird. I'll have a weird moment. But to me, the, the creepiest part about that game was that you could have spiders. And then there's like a nightmare ending where when you fall, like you wake in this dark room and a guy with a chainsaw comes what? up and starts like, yeah. Oh yeah. You didn't push the nightmare button. Did you? It's, it gets the, a lot On the Richie's plank experience. Yeah. Button? Yeah. If you look to the left, like there's I'm gonna buttons tell Michael on the right. I'm going to try that later tonight. I'll watch him do it. Yeah. There's buttons on the right. And then if you look to the left and you push the panel next to the door, it We've done it opens like the up. cake and the spider one. Yeah. But... but there's a panel next to the door on the left where you push that and it opens up and it says nightmare mode or something oh, like that. Heck then no. when you fall and you die, you wake up pretty much in like a dark hell where this dude comes to torture you. I can't even bring myself to walk out of the elevator. So I don't think, you know. I know. The Star Wars terrifying. Game. Star Wars game is dope. That's the closest I've ever come to fighting with the lightsaber. I know. Which is my childhood dream. Same. Yeah, no, we got that one and boxing. Yeah. But yeah, it is a weird feeling. And like, my, we got my parents to try it out. And like, my dad even. <laughs> and like, I'm right on the edge of that age group that handles change. Like, I think it's cool. It's a good concept. However, if you watch Black Mirror and see their episode on VR, yeah, if we're really trying to get into that and like that's where we're trying to head to in technology, like that's a little freaky. And it's, that's where I'm like, are we really a simulation? A simulation? Yeah, here's my point. We're already there because there's and we're people talking like, about it on a podcast. Yeah, my my husband's uh, a family, you know, friend of theirs. Their younger son, he's like, in, I don't know, nineteen twenty. He literally lives in a simulation life. Like he has his room set up to be like set up like a simulation. Like mm -hmm. he has like a simulation girlfriend and he like literally spends like most of his time in his VR than really in real life. I have friends that spend not, maybe like, not that in go VR. home just 
put it on like that's their life for like no outside time and i'm like okay you know it's we're getting a weird area like people are literally living more in their video game self than their normal well here's the thing it is weird but they're they're actually happy doing that and it's not hurting anybody yeah but when you get into the sense of like if we go black mirror out like where do you draw the line of that's cheating on your spouse if when the guy is having like a quote-unquote affair with his, his best and his, bro. with his best friend you i mean that is in bro. the simulation like where do you draw like you know they'd be like well i'm not going out to the bars again so i'm just getting some of my VA, vr girlfriend it's fine we're safe because we were on a break yeah and i'm like it is weird but if i think there's a lot more questions that come into getting to a point like that even on vr i think the vr is i just, think they're trying to create stuff to really make it though more real and oh, like absolutely. simulate that well, out yeah. and like any t- any advancement that means we will have to ask and answer more questions to determine what is okay. Like how Which, ground rules. like Yeah. But asking if those- If we're exclusively open, you can have a VR girlfriend. Yeah. And that's oh. the point is we are solving more problems. We are advancing the, the AI and adding a new level, new dimension because we solved that problem. So now we move on to the next one. That's so weird. Yeah. I mean, there are pluses to it. Like, I guess, honestly, if you really could have VR- simulated like partner then yeah like stds stis are gonna go down no because then you'd get virtual stds and virtual stis <laughs> yeah you gotta it, make it real you already got that yeah, true. the easiest yeah. way to get a, a virus on your computer is to go on a porn site so yeah. there's already yeah virtual stds so this one will take over your mind and it'll make you yeah. see why are we trying to get something like that that's stupid. what i'm saying is we're already there we're there because we're a simulation so Within we, a simulation, we just work, which our, still our simulation me. is here to answer a question on realms that we will never understand, but we will move on and re repurpose to answer the next question on another, the next circuit board over on this. I think it's going to take computer. like 10 of these episodes yeah. to get me to really. <laughs> and on part 53, Christian discusses now. Heather yeah. finally <laughs> starts to understand simulation theory. Yeah. Are you sure anybody else is going to understand? simulation theory after the rant i just went on i don't think anyone understands it to begin with yeah well brandon he wants to come on for one of them but yeah he has got a pretty good grasp but he's also techie you know that's his job and yeah yeah so you ask a gamer and a hacker and stuff about simulation theory they can go on and on but it's like straight you know over my head in one ear out the uh, other (laughs) did it yeah nice one scott let her rip (laughs) You're like, now I let it go and I don't know how to recover from this. You just, you know. We can't follow up Scott's burp. So done. End of episode. Scott's burp is so, so unrecoverable that we're suffering that same, same thing that he has right now. Sorry. You know, we talked about it. I thought we greenlit the idea. You drank the Gatorade, didn't you? I was giving it a shot. I was giving, I did actually. That's why I did it. I'm like, I'm going to see if I can work up a nice belch. To introduce the, I knew uh, the minute it came up, I'm like, oh, Scott's <laughs> gonna burp on an episode. Just, just get you guys off guard. This is his moment. <laughs> yeah, so that's how we de- derail things around here. Anyway, Heather, yeah. do you remember what you're talking about? Um, now your burp took it away. <laughs> See, uh, it's I was magic. just saying, I didn't. Yeah, I still don't grasp it. Like, well, isn't that also like if you look at religion? Religion is basically the same com- concept of death and rebirth but on a more like on a different level. And that's yeah. what ev- everything in our universe is, is death and rebirth. If you go to an organic level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even, you know, it's, it's, 
things must die for things to improve. You know, whether it's like animals becoming fertilizer out in the forest billions of years ago to help certain trees grow that eventually led to humans or something. Who knows? But Mm -hmm. it's like constant building point. Mm. And it's really simple. But we spend a lot of time stressing about like the big questions when all our we we're here to live and live is a pretty live isn't just being alive. If you just say live, it's a pretty vast um, responsibility. Yeah. Because if you really kind of think of if we're here to live, then that means we're here to live our fullest life, be as happy as we can be, learn from everything, understand that sometimes life isn't always happy. That's living your life. And then when we're done, we move on and the process renews and begins with others. Where do we move on to? Maybe the next, like, according to this theory, maybe we move on to the next problem. World I don't know. 2. I just 5. hope we're super yeah. smart in our next simulation. What if they wipe our memory and just that use sucks. the hard drive? That sucks. You got to start from ground zero and figure that shit out again. That oh, sounds no. I want to be, like, husk. genius by the time, you know, simulation Heather. Yeah. Which, again, leads to a, a, a part of WandaVision. If they wipe our memory every time we solve the problem they want, it also gets rid of, like, getting rid of all the joy of that solving that problem, but but also gets rid of all the pain, but also makes you more Wait, more efficient <laughs> when when you move on to the next job because yeah. it's an AR, AR, AI. So their job Trigger. is to be efficient. So they would wipe our memory so we could do a better job without all the baggage and learn that baggage. They're like, you really you sucked know. this time. Redo. Yeah. Oops, hey, man, who put memory. 2020 in their lifetime? You know, like who Unacceptable. Did that? Yeah. that was a mistake. You, they could not handle that. We almost sent them back a thousand years. Probably did to yeah. some extent. There, yeah. There's probably some in some lab. I'm still salty about 2020. Yeah. There's people in there with like their their type of fire extinguishers trying to put 2020 out because it fried the whole motherboard of half the computer. Classic. Some big server somewhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It could be. Do with that what you what you will. Open your mind. But enjoy WandaVision. It's a great show. It, it really is. is a great show. I can't wait till we can actually talk about it at the end of the season. I'm but there's three too episodes many spoilers. behind. Yeah. Yeah. I'll catch up hopefully tonight. Yeah, Christian, you did a really good job explaining that with no spoilers too, which yes. is very easy to do when it's just the credits you're talking about. But still, kudos. Yeah. I think I think it'll tie into the season too. But it's but it's a standalone theory that uh, is just proves that there's we're in the simulation because it keeps those theories keep building upon themselves. They don't stop each other. They add to it. Watch the show. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Don't spoil it for at least six or six or seven weeks so that people have time to watch it yeah people really do deserve to watch this show all the mm-hmm. way through without spoilers because it is it's beautifully done yes. it is a great television i was show. very very on the fence when we started it christian told us to and it was a night where i was like eh, i don't know anything else this is 20 minute episodes and i am hooked for me and i'm the one that's usually not in the more out there things i love true crime documentaries and stuff and to like go on a different yeah this, this one there was just so much they pack so much in into it that you're almost you you have to be deprogrammed to figure out what you just saw sometimes because it's not just talking about the show but if you're interested in their other shows or movies it's talking about them past and previous well and i think i like it because you know growing up um i watched a lot of like nick at night and older Mm -hmm. shows so you get those like brady bunch i dream genie vibes you know bewitched it was fun to see all the different like tie like it was fun to see each episode change and kind of get those like nostalgia from different episodes like you said right when you were talking about the brady bunch living room i was like oh my god 
God. Yeah, wasn't it's it cool? It's like I've been in this house before. Yeah, yeah. you like grew up in that house. Because yeah. even in my, yeah. like, I'm I'm much older and we didn't have much. like- Wait, you're older? Well, <laughs> much, much older. <laughs> yes, age-wise, yes. Meanwhile, this is my best friend's dad. I yeah. try and get his daughter to sneak out with me. So. Yeah, so she knows. But um, I used to watch those same shows, I Love Lucy and um, Brady Bunch on- like those are the, the, the three can- yeah. channels yeah. we had. And I, I grew up with those because I'd watch them every day. I Dream a Genie was one of my favorite. Bewitched. My parents always called me an old soul. Like to yeah. this day, if you ask like what music I love, like I've always said I am not born in the right. Maybe my simulation got messed up because I'm not born in the right time. Or maybe you've been advanced from when you were in yeah, the right time. Yeah, maybe I am. I'm just, I don't feel uh, that smarter thing yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have it all figured out. But... Someday. And part of our brainwashing. And that is freaky deaky that's where the intro music goes that's literally 30 minutes in (laughs) (laughs) then it splits our episode topics you're perfect welcome to the freaky deaky kick your feet up fire up your finest cigar pour yourself a drink Open your mind and enjoy the show. Oh, because I were—I was telling some story about, I don't even remember what it was, but you're, somebody at work was like, was that before or after the devil came through your floor? And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Everyone will hear that I was, uh, you know, or heard that I was apparently probed by an alien. <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of really juicy inside looks at at our lives in this podcast. And shit, I forgot about that's getting brought up. I was like, dang. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. So, welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. Uh, this is a first we've done for this podcast. Is we have kind of a twofer for you today. We the first half of the podcast, as you heard. Christian was detailing a conspiracy that he came up with while watching WandaVision. And no, I discovered it. It was already there, man. It was already there. Yeah. He really got to the bottom of some some secret hidden agendas from Stan Lee and the people at Marvel. R.I.P. Stan. You make um, it sound sinister. I was it was like an enlightening. This is our life's like, goal. Oh, I thought you made it sound now. kind of sinister. <clears throat> Maybe I'm just I'm sinister in general, so that makes more sense. Yeah, <laughs> we we don't really have enough information on either of these topics to do a full blown episode. So we picked two two topics that we have enough information on to talk briefly about and just kind of give a rundown. Uh, kudos to you, Christian, for coming up with that that first half. It was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. It, it was it was interesting and you have the mind to pick those things out so people could learn a thing or two christian is giving some uh my plus favorite sound effect. yeah every time we record for whatever reason the wind well still is a very windy place yeah that's but. what the simulation does yeah it's like they're uncovering this remember that time we were talking about how like the government surveilling us heats up the region yeah they they're got part of the toys. simulation yeah. so they're gonna throw some wind out don't let there be wind. Yeah, get it back it, it, online, folks. You're telling too many secrets. So let's yeah. let's tell one that's not going to affect our government. Yes, one yeah. That we Sorry, all talk got about the facts one. Yeah. about already. Yeah. So so part two, I'll, I'll give a brief rundown on this. Um, in 2013, Elisa Lam was a very hot topic when she went missing from the Cecil Hotel. You know, and after some some search, these are just the bits for sure. After some searching. A bunch of questions raised. A lot of people got involved. She was discovered after the water 
at the Cecil Hotel, <laughs> there was complaints, and this is really gross for people that gag easily. Pay attention. Yeah, people were complaining that the water was gray, even worse, and just, you know, tasted bad. <laughs> okay, tasted Aww. bad. They were showering with this, and so the janitor went up to look in the water towers to see if there's anything wrong, and they found her body. So, I forget what that was, maybe t- two weeks after her death, something like that. Yeah. Um, and so, when this story first came out, there wasn't a lot of information. There wasn't a lot of uh, knowledge on what actually took place. And so, there's a lot of speculation from, you know, internet sleuths, as they like to do. There was a lot of conspiracy-related stuff. There's a lot of paranormal stuff tied to it. And recently, Netflix released a documentary about the the Cecil Hotel, mainly that story, but also kind of touching on, you know, just the the Cecil in general, which would make for a great episode at some point, all the weird stuff that's gone on there. I, I wanted to to bring this up because when I first started watching that documentary, I started working on an episode for the elevator game, which I don't know if either of you are super familiar with that. I'm not at all familiar with it. I wasn't until you told me earlier. And yeah. It's so very interesting. So I, I I did it based on the fact that one of the the paranormal possibilities of her disappearance or death was linked to this, um, I want to say it was Korean folklore, pretty much. Is that the all the buttons pushing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so that when people saw her pushing all those buttons, they were like, oh, what if she's playing the elevator game? Because that was like found on like a Korean social media site a year prior to that. OK, I have heard about it then because I remember that now. It's like you press floor two, four, five. And, and at some point, if you do the game right on flo- on the fifth floor, I believe a woman would enter and you're not supposed to look at her. Do not talk to her. If she asks you questions, don't don't even acknowledge her existence. And so I was like, that would be a good connection. Like, cause that was a theory for a while there that, you know, this elevator game, maybe she was playing the elevator game and, and whatever it was, you know, it got the to woman her. Got her yeah. Something like that, you know? And so that was one of the the major things that I, I latched onto when this story was, you know, probably a couple years old at that point, uh, in some, some rare, very, very rare news halfway through writing that episode, I finished the documentary that I was watching. And they more or less pointed to a different theory that I heard more recently, probably within the last couple of years, by a doctor who was saying, no, these characteristics that Elisa is showing, like in this video, are characteristics of someone that's having like a manic episode. And she's bipolar. And the hand movements, all this stuff. And I remember watching, I was like, well, I don't know anything about that. So maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But that theory, when he first said it a couple of years ago, didn't really get a lot of traction. And then, but at the more this documentary kind of delved into that topic and like showcased the actual stuff that is going on and pointing all these pieces or putting all these pieces together saying this is in fact someone that was uh, underdosing as far as her medication goes. And that was the reality of how she she was in the middle of a manic episode when, you know, it took her to the roof, ended up taking her life, you know? Right. So I don't know. I was I was kind of sitting there thinking that I was like, well, at, at that point, it wouldn't make a great episode then. It wouldn't make like I can't write an episode on the elevator game when it's clearly to pretty much pointing 100 percent to her being bipolar and just unfortunately losing her life to you know, not, illness. Yeah. So- question Hmm. in this are they saying that she had this manic episode went up and got in the tower herself and like killed herself or is there they're thinking foul play like i know they said cecil's like in what they call skid row Hmm. a lot of homeless people a lot of poverty crime they said someone easily could have done something when you watch the video you don't see another person in there you just see her you know making the weird movements pushing the buttons kind of looking out 
looking both ways, going back in, looking back out. Yeah. So do you think she was just having like a manic paranoia and then went up to the roof and like got in there and died or? Well, that's that's the thing. You see a progression, especially when like these these web sleuths, again, they're analyzing this video for, you know, they brag about it, like I've spent hours watching this video, mm-hmm. you know. And so it was like a progression of something creepy, like mysterious. And then it was a, oh, well, she must have been murdered. There's no other way. Mm-hmm. And they they went so far as, you know, looking at the people in the hotel and the levels that she was staying on, like above, like when I think when well, whenever the seven hundred rooms in this yeah. place, I and mean, all the top floors were pretty much the worst of the worst people. Like because the management split it into two hotels. I think it was like stay on Main was one of them to make like this luxury hotel situation, and then above that was the Cecil. Oh, yeah, it was a really weird twist that they did. But so you know. Stay on Main was marketed for people that when they're coming over, like, oh, what a great place to stay at. Like, don't go upstairs. It's a shithole. Yeah. I don't think they could go upstairs. I think it's like two. It's the same building. Yeah. But there's the decent part, which it seems like where she was at. And then right on the other side of below is is like low income. But like crime crime yeah. and violence and you know all, all the drugs but they're not really they're in the same building but those two worlds don't really connect in that place yeah. it, the history kind of does because it's an old hotel is what it almost sounds like to me when i first started it did i mean you've watched american horror story but yeah. <laughs> i just thought of the hotel that that's what china kind of thought she's like that's, i wonder if it was based off it this. is based on yeah. that's hotel. why i was like i was thinking hotel I'm like yeah. they must have thought about because it's in la you know yeah. same it, thing it's, it's i remember when is, i heard about it i I haven't seen any of the american horror stories but mm-hmm. all the stuff i follow that they talk about it and they're like the new season's going to be in, inspired by the lisa lisa this, lamb in the yeah the mm. Cecil hotel and, and that that falls in the exact time frame so yeah. i think that came yeah. out like 2015 16 yeah. something like that so yeah true um because, yeah that, that was when it no, was yeah, most... like 2015 mm. but uh that's interesting yeah and that video on that you watch on YouTube when they first started talking about it. I mm-hmm. w- watched it then. And it is scary looking. It is. It is mm-hmm. scary. You're And the progression that you were just talking about is the progression you go through watching it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. at first you're like, it's paranormal. It's very unsettling. Yeah. yeah. It's very unsettling. I, I just finished last night. I was trying to catch up. because We just talked about this yesterday. Like, hey, maybe we'll do this idea. And I couldn't remember how much I watched of it. And I only watched the first half, the first episode. So... And it was late by the time I got done with the first one, but that's the last like five minutes they show that video. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Like it, it does make you feel very unsettled watching the whole thing. It's kind of Well, and it's it's interesting because I kind of went through like almost as I switched theories on what happened, starting from paranormal. Yeah. You almost mourn that because the next level, you're like, oh, that's worse. Well, when yeah. she kept looking out, I'm like, clearly yeah. somebody's not chasing her because you would be booking it up. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't be like, but it was weird. I just kept pushing buttons and going out and then like looking. And then I was like, well, is she having like, did she find someone she's trying to take to her room waiting on them to show up? Or was she supposed to schedule to have someone to come meet her? Like what is going on? Well, and one of the things with the, like the main thing with that video was people were saying, the doors didn't close. Why wouldn't the doors close? Yeah. And then right after, then they kept doing like you watched the footage and the doors kept shutting. Yeah. But, but, what they revealed in this documentary was that the middle, because some of these web sleuths actually went to the hotel. Oh, like one of those open buttons? Yeah, it was like door open. She just kept pushing and the door open. So she pushed it and it, and then they timed it when they went to check and it 
took two minutes for the door to close. Yeah. Okay. So I, that's that's the creep factor of the door not closing. Yeah. You know. So you hit like yeah the do not close button three times in a row and you're done. Yeah. And so like that that was but one of the things people were like well if you look real closely you can see like the tip of a shoe from someone outside the elevator and like China and I, when we were watching it, we're like, that's not the tip of a shoe. That's her heel. She's yeah. walking in a weird way. Yeah. And that's the way the light hits it. It's a shitty ass camera. Yeah. Like that's the way the, it, the lighting took it. The uh, exposure or whatever was kind of blown out in that section. So all you see is the little tip. I'm like, but that's her heel. You literally see her foot walk right there. Yeah. But these, these people that were looking into it, they, and this is kind of something that that's worth touching on too, is the dangers of, this type of activity on the internet because yeah. these people they they went so far as to pretty much ruin some dude's life by accusing him of being the murderer there was a and i'll explain why it's so batshit nuts after this but there was a guy that stayed at the set or the cecil he made like his name was morbid and he made death metal videos okay so with a name like morbid you make death metal death metal videos they're going to be pretty dark and one of his songs was like, I killed the girl or I did this. And like, so there's a lot of weird things that pointed to this guy, like possibly being the murderer or whatever. And so what does the internet do? Of course, they attack him nonstop, pretty much flag every account he has. He gets shut down. He gets banned from all these social media sites, all this stuff. And what comes out later is that he stayed in the Cecil Hotel uh, literally a year before she got there yeah. for like, what, three days, four, four days, something like that. And so these people like he and he had his passport stamped. He had all this. And he was like, when I was being accused, I was literally not even in the country. I was in Mexico recording my album. And oh, I have, people are like, oh, well, that's the likely story. He yeah. would hop to Mexico in a day. And so, and so this guy literally was yeah. like, these people like ruined my life. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, literally like hundreds of messages a day of people being like, fuck you. You killed her. We know you killed her. And like he'd get messages from friends being like, yo, bro, what'd you do? Mm -hmm. You know, and so it's like a dangerous thing when you can be so sure of something and then you just end up ruining someone's life because like what you didn't like the answers weren't out there. There's no, no there's no proof. There's nothing just because someone stayed in the hotel she was at. It's well, nuts. Same with even um like Payne Lindsay going on it and Danish when he first started. They were dead set. It was the boyfriend. Yeah. And coming out like I've watched Dateline since him and he's just like, I still have a bad rap from people and people know who killed her. Yeah. It ruined his image, you yeah. know. He was thought, as people are saying now, he's unstable. He was a bad boyfriend, hit her, this, you know. And he's like, I was a great boyfriend. Like, we had a good relationship. Like, I yeah. wouldn't hurt her, you know. It's just jumping to conclusions. And yep. But it's dangerous. Yeah, like, especially it is. on the, yeah, the internet is, is savage. The internet oh, yeah. does not care. It's, yeah, that, that hive mind that kicks in. And there's these, these crazy people that just go around spouting their mouth off, like, mm -hmm. in this passionate, I don't know, what do you think is going to happen? You're just going to be like, hey, fuck you, dude. At the end, like, no. Well, I think you're going to see, too, with the internet, we're at a point now where do we police that kind of stuff because it's dangerous and it's toxic? Or do we stand by this freedom for everybody? Anybody can do any or say anything on the internet you want, or you know they can post anything on Facebook they want to because it's a business, even if yeah. it does lead to you know conspiracies that are actually physically dangerous, even though they're not true, or mm -hmm. radicalizing certain people. Yeah. Or or bullying others. And I think we're at that point where the politicians are like, hey, we need to make rules and it's going to be a little bit of a problem. But if you really look at it, is that kind of freedom really worth all the pain it causes and all the damages the Internet can cause? Yeah. Or do we want to figure out a way to make it healthy, healthier? It's a business. It's part of our lives. I don't think it's going to be perfect, but 
Yeah. There's a lot of crazy stuff like that, that somebody could watch a video, like a security cam and then ruin somebody's life that has nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. I think this ties back into our round table talk where we all got to learn to take a little step away. Find other people got to go back to finding some hobbies that are not on an internet TV or, you know, I'm not sure I'm going to do that. I'm one of those people. I'm like, I I enjoy all that stuff. And that's why I do too, but in moderation, I think some of it is, it's like, like, I think um, everybody's got to find their healthiness to it. Like Mm -hmm. if you're going to be on that a lot, it's a toxic environment. If you're going to spend more time and you better be able to recognize that and be able to deal with it. You know, like a lot of us want to take, I take breaks from, from it. Oh yeah. Also I'm on it more than a lot of people that want bigger breaks. I, you know, I work on it. I, when I'm home, I'm, there's something digitally I'm doing or researching or trading on the market, you know, so it's, I just, there's just, we just got to get rid of some of the, we got to police the toxicity without restricting it. And I don't know if that's possible, but I I don't think we can get rid of all the keyboard warriors. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And like, the thing is, these people, when they started, obviously had good intentions. Yeah, I, I, well, I think that's true. They wanted justice for her. They passionately believed that you go out her. and yeah. you start throwing claims out there with little information and people get hurt. And yeah. that's where you, you err on the side of caution. But and, the thing, like the thing with this story that was so, and that's why you, you really should finish the documentary because you'll yeah, see. I definitely plan to. Like there's so many weird coincidences that even the detectives were like, look, we know. Like, we know for sure. It, this is strange. But like one of them, there was uh, something to do with like some kind of chemical warfare or something like that. Yeah. Like she was a, a weapon or something like that. And yeah. There's something was... called like the Lamb Elisa is what this thing was called. I've or read something about like it. That. I'm like, because I remember hearing that in the past. I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, how is that? A, that is a crazy coincidence. And it does look like if you had uh, dosed somebody with like, say, um, acid. Yeah. Like what we've talked like. Have we talked about the one where they dose people with acid or is that on our list? I don't that, think it's we, on our list. We have, we haven't gone into it yet, yeah, but, but I we're think there. Th- that is some of the similar reactions you'd see to somebody that was unknowingly dosed. Yeah. That's an easy coincidence t- or connection to make from a coincidence. And it's, it's, it's scary. Yeah. It's funny with this whole story too, is to, with the progression, we've actually got closer to solving it to the point now where I'm pretty comfortable it's been solved. Yeah. But I also believe that so many people have spent so much time researching it that that helped solve it. Yeah. Well, you know, it did. They've yeah. gone through every possible scenario and disproven those, the previous ideas for yeah. the most part with technology and smart thinking and just hard work. Yeah. To the point now where in this case, the most obvious answer is what what happened. But it's beca- sad. It's sad. Yeah. But it, it, it honestly is the most I, likely. I think it makes yeah. it scarier too because- when you, with it being a, a psychotic break, that could be any one of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we can say that she was bipolar. That doesn't mean we won't, if we're not bipolar, it doesn't mean we won't have a psychotic break and it'll look similar to that. What's scary is we watch so much of it and it's so abnormal to the way, to the patterns the world forms mm-hmm. around us. And then to think that that could be us at any time, because it's just a fine line between a psychotic break and sanity. Oh, there's some weird stuff. My yeah. grandmother used to have problems with her sodium levels and they never could figure out, you know, God rest her soul. And yeah, she one time called my mom. She got in her vehicle, drove all the way to her doctor and said there were two zombies in the back of her car in gray suits with their hair slicked back. Yeah. She went into the doctor, completely seemed normal, telling him about these zombies that are in her car. 
Nothing there. You go to her and she she was dead set believed there were two zombies in suits with slick back hair in her car. And then you could talk to her the next day like they got her like sodium levels back in check and she was normal. But the day before she made no sense, like was terrified like for her life and her safety. Yeah. And I'm like, she got on a road and drove like that. Yeah. It's just, it's terrifying. And I, I'm going to spitball something. And this sounds really, if this sounds fucked up, I don't mean any offense oh, no, you're- at, at all. Like not just you, but anyone that has any kind of like disability or like mental, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. I have to word this. It's, it's a, we're not like, again, when we said in the last episode, we're trying to put these in things a nice way. We're human we're going to slip up and yeah. something might not come out of scott's mouth sounding the way but it's and, not his intention yeah so. and mo- most of the time my thoughts alone are weird but it's good to have like kind of a sounding board and being someone that looks into like you know paranormal stuff a lot and all this stuff and mm-hmm. spirituality and all that is it possible yeah see i feel weird even always saying it and i don't get i don't get weirded out by this shit i think often. in this case whatever you're about to say is not possible this is the one time yeah where i think the resolution is clearly explained, but this is an example of why sometimes the paranormal is not the answer because sometimes it's purely rational and it's ugly and not fair and you'd almost rather it be Be something paranormal. Okay. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to get off my chest then because like for me, in order for me to learn or I have to process things the way that I think, and I think it's healthy to get to do that. So my mind, when I hear this type of stuff, because I look at so much paranormal, so much, you know, outside the norm, there's a part of me that is like these people that, that see things like whether you're like schizophrenic or you have like bipolar or even just like what you said, yeah. sodium deficiency or something like yeah. that. Like, I mean, she was never diagnosed like towards the end. We think she had a little bit of dementia. Yeah. But there was no uh, like official diagnosis. And she would she'd have these like kooky experiences where she made no sense. She didn't sound like my grandma. Yeah. Go in and get her levels checked and her sodium would be out yeah. of whack. I yeah, mean, she like fell out of her car before, you know, Which, she got dizzy, like and just had issues. And then they would get her levels back under and she'd seem like my grandma again. And like that would happen. It was just. Weird. Yeah. So I don't know if it's dementia. I don't know. Sodium was, levels being low would would hinder the connections in your brain. Yeah. Too. And that's what and but, it wasn't like yeah. and she was always joking because my grandma, she, she smoked back a day. She didn't drink. Uh, water. She said her only water she drank were the ice cubes in her Dr. Pepper, <laughs> super Southern Texan chick. And yeah. uh, so she wasn't like she was super healthy and she'd always laugh because of her diet. She's like, I don't know how I'm low in sodium, <laughs> you know, drinking Dr. Yeah. Pepper, eating, you know, Southern food. She's like, I don't know how I'm yeah, low in that... my sodium levels. Yeah. But yeah, she yeah. would just have these weird, okay. weird dips. Okay. So the, what my mind first goes to is something like that, like taking any kind of creepy factor and putting it right there in it is like these people with these deficiencies or, or level imbalances mm-hmm. or something like that, is it possible that in those scenarios that something either happens or you're, you're, you thin the veil a bit to where you can visually see things? Like we, we like call- Like going back to like that third eye, like your almost, eye, yeah, yeah, like not being clouded. And- but like to the fact where we can maybe take a, a glance in different dimensions or, or from a spiritual aspect, if you want to be like, oh, these are whatever, demons from the underworld classic like it just seems so weird that our brain has the ability to put these like full-on beings straight up 100 percent detailed plop them in wherever location you are with perfect you know 3d mapping all this shit to, to yeah, certain she, poses she all this details, stuff like details about these yeah. like hey they're you know, like they were in like gray suits their hair was slicked back like yeah. 
And so zombie, it's, it's just, like I felt like zombie, like uh, like businessmen just sitting in the back of my grandma's little Ford Escape, yeah. and it was like the weirdest thing. And she was like, I said, she was like scared. Did they talk? Did up. she say they talked at all? Or she Not that I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just it's hard for, and I think anyone, if they're being completely honest, can say that it's hard to imagine that. It's hard to grasp something that isn't weird with that, you know? Yeah. Like, I guess from like, and Christian, you'd probably be a little more likely to not jump to that conclusion. You know, maybe there's a way to explain it away with science, like brain chemicals, all this like imbalances, like you kind of mentioned. But for you everyone sound, else you in your world. You sound angry about that. I am I, I because I want, I want the weird stuff to be real <laughs> so bad. So when it's not, I get upset. I'm like, damn it. No. So that's the first thing. And like, don't at me. Don't be like, Scott is insensitive. I'm not. Like, I'm a very caring person. I, I honestly, I just have questions. And the only way to get answers to those questions is to ask them. Oh yeah. I so, think you didn't know my grandma or her stories. So yeah. You're just asking questions. I, I don't think, no no sweat off my back yeah, by what yeah. you said. And it's, that if someone does then kindly remove your AirPods or whatever you're listening yeah. to and uh, skip our episode. Yeah. I think there's a there is a possibility some things people see might be a, a thinning of the veil. Yeah. I don't think it's likely and I don't think it's as often as we hear about paranormal experiences. I think this story shows us what happens in most of the paranormal reports we get, whether that most is 51% to 49 yeah. or 90 to 10, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. I think the ra- the this rational, not really easy to prove, but most likely almost not without a doubt. This, yeah. is, this makes perfect sense what happened. But then there's some you can't figure out, you can't explain, there's not enough information and there is enough story there's enough stories and maybe beliefs that this some of these paranormal experiences could be real yeah but this also shows you how sometimes people do see stuff that's not there and it's made up by their own mind and yeah. i think if you're seeing like when you have a psychotic break if you're seeing stuff like maybe um zombies or whatever who knows what she saw but just regular humans yeah that's kind of your brain making stuff up. If you're seeing stuff in a psychotic break that makes no sense, or you just have these visions of stuff that is outside of your world, yeah. then more than likely, you, that that seems more likely to me to be a real experience because that is not you making patterns. That is you seeing something that exists in a different world than mm-hmm. what you live in. So the physics and the the way it's built might not look like what we deal with. Yeah, It might be enough to where it's like our brain can't conceptualize it when we see it. I mean, yeah. And to to toss in one, one more of my weird experiences, because, you know, I love talking about those. Uh, this one was recent, actually. And it, it'll just kind of how you said sometimes you can't explain it. And sometimes it could be a paranormal thing. Like I've had both where there's certain things I see where I can evaluate it afterwards and be like, for sure, that was most likely just my brain messing with me. But then, you know, the like the instance in Vegas, a couple instances in Vegas that I can't really explain. I'm like this. There's just too many pieces to to call it anything other than paranormal. Mm-hmm. But I had another one recently within the last couple of weeks here at this house. And you guys remember when I said I saw the shadow over over China and kind of like le- leaned down and was like, is this them? I thought that happened in Eagle River. Hmm? I thought that was in Eagle River. That was. Yeah. Okay. But you guys remember it, right? Yeah. And how I, when I talked about it, I was like, next time, you know, maybe I'll do something about it. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a next time and it wasn't a shadow hanging over her, but I, I woke up, um, and it was probably around like two or three in the morning. And I was like, just on the timing always, it's always three. Yeah. But it, I mean, if you think about it, there's a limited number of hours. And so that would definitely be when I'm 
at my deepest sleep. But I woke up and I was kind of like looking in that direction. Like she was facing me and I was facing her. And so I saw her face and I'm like, cool, everything is as it should be. But directly behind her shoulder, like it'd be like right here, like right over my left shoulder or her, I guess it would have been right shoulder, right over her right shoulder is another face. And it's just staring at me from behind her. How do you sleep at night? Well, these things don't happen. And number two, like sometimes if that super happened groggy. to me, I'd be so terrified to go to sleep at night. Yeah. Well, it's not like fun, if I but... ever see a face over yeah. my husband, I'll be terrified. Well, part of part. OK, part of the reason I love being married is literally when you fall asleep next to someone, you're not alone. Yeah. And that's my biggest thing is I'm like, like as a kid, I was alone seeing all stuff. Mm-hmm. If I'm next to someone, I can either shake them or I can just be like, oh, I'm fine. Uh, victory in numbers, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, only one thing, two of us. You know, but so I saw this thing and it was just staring at me and I, I was staring at it. And I thought about our conversation where I said, next time I'll, I'll hit it or something. But I also knew in my head, I was like, don't, don't punch it in the face. You're going like, to miss. Don't you're piss this thing off. Wife. I said, don't, don't hit it. It's going to eat gonna, my soul. Yeah. I was like, I was like, no, I wanted to hit it in the face, but I was like, I knew that if I punched full on, I'd end up punching China in the face. And so the, like I went with like almost like a really soft backhand, like up to it, which it could have seen it coming the entire time, but I was going up. And as soon as I like, I hit it with like a, just a little, a little tap almost to see if it was physical. I made contact and then I heard China go, ouch. And I was like, and I knew I was like, that's why I didn't punch it. That's, that's why I didn't punch it because I would have punched my wife square in the nose and I could not do that. I would feel bad for the rest of my life if that happened. But- All right. I'm going to have to teach you again what to do in this situation. <laughs> yes. Let's hear it. Your first shot thought on anything like that should not be to punch it because it might be stronger than you. True. And yeah. if you don't knock it out with your first punch, you're screwed. Yeah. So your first thought is, okay. Take a go- picture. <laughs> well, I mean, phone? that's, yeah. we talk about it, but that's not realistic when you're like scared shitless. Yeah. So in this case, since you didn't want to punch my daughter. True. Yes. <laughs> probably a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> Weird story to tell you, by the way. But yes. Christian's <laughs> like, good job, son. Hey, so so Christian, remember when I almost punched your daughter right in the face? <laughs> oh that was great, gosh. right? Yeah. No. Yeah. So you could have just touched it. Well, that's what I was doing like, with, but I didn't want to touch with my fingerprints because that's gross. I wanted to back, want be like, like the back Pow. of my fingers. I was like, do you understand the, you're just your story. I didn't want to touch it with my fingerprints, but yo, it's I a weird it with thing. the back of my hand. That yeah. makes no sense. Because I don't eat with the back of my fingers. If I was eating something, if I grabbed food after I touched a demon face or something, I'd be thinking about the whole time. Back Anything that is on your oh, fingers. these dirty fingers touch yeah. Yeah. demon. Anything yeah. on your fingers is all over your hand and yeah. going into your mouth. Well, I understand that, but it, it I, doesn't matter. I rationalize it in ways that don't need to make sense. <laughs> I'm trying Just to help like you. sleeping against the wall. If you're better yeah. struck, you're instantly better. If yeah. You put put your the foot covers out, over your head. Yeah, if you they can't get you. Don't have foot hanging off the side of the bed. You're yeah. good. There's just certain things you do. Yeah. But what was interesting is as soon as I made contact with it, uh, the face morphed into your daughter's. Like it was up above like her shoulder. And then as soon as I made contact, it, it retracted and went back into China's face. So do you think she is so a demon So is China a demon is the question now. And number two. The question I would ask <laughs> is. Do you want my, to get some of the holy water from my mom's house? Because there you, go. you might yeah. need a jar of that near you. I In this situation, I definitely think China is not a demon because she's my daughter. And she's my wife. I don't want to believe well, that she's wait, a demon. Wait, wait, wait. Let's I'm take ga- it back to the guy that had the devil popping out yeah. of his floor. Did he no, create a spawn of a demon in it? That has nothing to do with the fact that now I question, is my daughter married to a demon? 
Ah, yeah. Well, so here we go. What a sitcom this would be. You're trying to make us like <laughs> give China a witch hunt, but it's really you, yeah. the demon in you. Yeah. It was Scott all alone. No. Did yeah. you see so, what she just did? Yeah. She just predicted something it that she Scott hasn't seen. Alone. Yeah. We can't say what. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. It was me. I had Heather. some binging no. to do tonight. Dang yeah. it. Yeah. But okay. Uh, All right. We got to hurry up this recording thing because I got some uh, Disney the, Plus to go home and watch. The second interesting thing about this night was this was the second thing I saw in one night. And that's almost never happened. Ooh, what happened in the first one? The first one, China was actually the one that snapped me out of it. And I was upset at her for doing it. But I was, I, it, it must have been like probably 20 or 30 minutes before that one. But I was laying on my back and like, Classic. I, I, I rolled over on my back. I don't sleep on my back, but I rolled over on my back. And I was just kind of looking at the ceiling and I noticed a web drop down with a spider on it. And then the spider just halfway down the ceiling dropped onto my, my chest or something. I was like, nope, not happening. Or no, it dropped onto the, the pillow and I threw the pillow on the ground and I stood up. And I like was like inspecting the pillow. I grabbed my phone. I had my light on the pillow, like shaking it, trying to find a spider because I needed to kill it so I could go back to sleep peacefully. And, you know, China obviously wakes up from a bit of the commotion and she's like, what are you doing? I was like, yeah, there's like a spider that, that fell on the pillow. I'm just trying to find it so I can kill it. And she's like, uh, you do this fairly regularly. There's no spider. I was like, <laughs> and I, I was like, poor China. She deserves a medal for having to sleep next like, to this dude. I was like, I was like, babe. Trust me, there was a spider. Okay, she was, she was like, no, like, trust me, there wasn't. And I was like, babe, it's real this time. I saw it. It dropped onto the pillow. I'm doing this for us, you know? And she's like, whatever. And she eventually just kind of rolled back over. And after about a minute of searching, I was like, yeah, there's probably no spider. And I just I went back to bed. And then, you know, later on. That spider you know, morphed into the demon. And then, yeah. But it shows you that you have a little bit of a. Uh, spiderphobia? Is it arachnophobia? That too, but you're dreaming. for sure, yeah. You're like sleepwalking in a way. I uh, yeah, for because sure. Because yeah. she's saying that's the case that you do that all the time, which is funny because there's a story like, and this has happened multiple times with Scott when he sees a spider and mm. I'm around. I'm like, I know he doesn't like spiders, so mm -hmm. I have to go over and get the spider. Yeah. And yeah. every time I grab the spider and drop it outside, he looks at me like I just committed a felony. I'm like, what are you? Smart? Why did you let that murderer go? Oh yeah, you should kill yeah. it right yeah. on for contact. Real. I'm 100. Yeah, take it off this world. I have a dustbuster because I read up that spiders can get out of the regular vacuum yeah. and dustbusters they don't because the trap door and I kid you not I sucked one of those bad boys up and he was like a beefy one in my vacuum and I could see him for like two weeks still living amongst the dust until they finally like suffocate and die out that is terrifying and I will I will not empty I'm like my husband's like just take it out of the outside trash dump it out and I'm like nope He's going to live in there until he's gone and yeah. then he'll safely dispose. Scott has such a hatred of spiders at one time. <laughs> I was going to find something to catch one that for him, but he realized that I was just going to let it go. So instead he just went and, and he like got over his phobia for a second to murder it. Yeah. So that I would not Spider let it killer. go and he'd it's, have to worry it's about it. It's the real deal. That I walked back in and he's like, man, you were going to let it go. I just killed it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm the same way. I it get was a huge like a sense of it's like I'm protecting my house every time I get one. I'm like, get yeah. out of here, you spider. Tell your friends don't come back yeah. either. That's why I leave yeah. the carcasses yeah. on the wall. No, I don't yeah. like when they fall. Like, and I hate when like my husband will try and get one and then knocks it down and then he has to tell me like, oh, I didn't get it. I'm like, just tell me you got it because I don't want to be thinking like, especially if it's like near my bed or my bedroom. Like, yeah. Because the thought, like when people say you don't know how many spiders that you've ingested over your lifetime, like the don't want to know. Yeah. Well, terrifying. And so, like, okay. Bring it 
bring it yeah, back. Let's go over the spider um, tangent. Yeah. yeah, Christian, want, of course, is this dream come true? Talking about spiders for ten minutes around me. Uh, <laughs> I, like th- that's that's why I kind of question the the whole you know people that have these disorders or whatever. What if they really are we're seeing something in a different realm, and we just kind of you know because for me personally, I know I've seen legitimate things that are paranormal that can't be explained that line up with like physical, whether it's my cat looking at the exact same thing, the exact same time and freaking out, or whether it's, you know, a girl coming over and being like, oh, by the way, demons follow me. I'm like, oh, interesting. You know, from that to seeing like most of the time when I see stuff that's fake, it's like bugs or something will, will drop on me and I'll, you know, be swatting spiders. at it for spiders, bees. I've had the whole nine, a, a giant worm on my chest once. Um, but what I'm uh, saying- That was, was that the the teacher that was a pedo? No. <laughs> <laughs> get that giant worm off me sir i'm impressed but not today thank you no <laughs> like, it was it was no like what everyone's what, wondering we're like where does scott have a pedo like, yeah did, did we like, are, are you air, like, no 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 that is off so people are completely like, yeah, they're scott, like, are you okay uh, you need to talk to yeah, someone please don't ask me if i no there was no giant we're, we're not going down dicks I'll right worry now. But for that's, <laughs> that's for safety now. That's what for whatever editing you did in that ep- the uh, Bohemian Grove. Yeah, no, I got you. <laughs> Thanks for that. Paybacks. Um, no, what what I'm saying is I've seen legitimate paranormal things that I can identify as paranormal, and then I've seen things that, for you know, lack of a better term, is just my brain. Yeah. You know, just waking up from a dream or something, dragging it into reality. And that's why I, I always have in the back of my mind a possibility that these people that see things, what if like, you know, if you look at it from like, like even just a ghost or spiritual standpoint, like what if there are just entities out there that, that feed off of people's fear and that feed off of this stuff. And when you're, when the veil is thin just enough, you can witness this thing, these things. And like, that's like the face behind China, the, the thing that leaned down over China, all this stuff. But what if it's just, just things trying to get a rise out of me, trying to like freak me out in like a spiritual sense, like to where it doesn't, I don't know, like it, it I guess it just comes back to, to when I have a hard time believing that, that the mind itself can create visual physical hallucinations like to an extent that it does you know and we've talked about it i think on an earlier episode and Mm. there is a theory that that is what happened what stops happening when you gain consciousness yeah that your mind stops producing the audio and visual hallucinations that direct early humans yeah you know up until a few thousand years ago that once that happened is where you start seeing ritual to try to bring back that voice or that hmm. vision. Yeah. And if this theory is correct, that's just a few thousand years ago. So you could, it wouldn't be completely out of our systems. Some yeah. people would experience these things yeah. or it would take a little trick like being low on sodium to mess up these chemicals. So I think as far as these visions that yeah. Lisa Lamb had and that you or maybe other people have, hmm. Could be both. Hers is more than likely a psychotic break. Yeah. I mean, that's what everything proves to. That's what all the video eventually proves to. Yeah. And the story, the information about her personality or her life points to. But there is enough of an opening out there to say that some people see the world's that we don't. Yeah. Some animals see the world in a way we don't or on a different level. You know, like dogs and cats and birds. Yeah, yeah. Birds can probably see the the ma- magnetic poles or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, that's nuts to think about. But yeah. yeah, and that's a dimension that us humans will never see. We can just imagine it yeah. based on science, but we can't see it with what with our current body. Yeah. 
That, so that's that's the only thing that keeps me from saying 100 percent. I have hallucinations like yeah. like because I, I think there maybe we don't fully understand this world. Maybe there are things out there that just fuck with humanity that just like want to like feed off your fear or whatever like that. And so they'll project themselves when they have the opportunity to like and maybe just the imbalance that you have at that moment is just for whatever reason the right imbalance to project these things into reality yeah or for you to see through that plane and so that's that's the only thing that's ever kept me from just 100 percent being like it's definitely just my brain like even when it seems the most likely well i think almost your brain needs to have to be doing the same thing to be able to hallucinate and to see into other realms yeah then there's maybe a little evidence when you see the people that have said they've seen these other realms they tend to be you know maybe bipolar or mm -hmm. you know in older times it would just be maybe the way the consciousness was set up yeah so i i think it's it's it can be both yeah and being able to do one might make it easier to do the other and for the rest of us it's called lsd or mushrooms yeah they get to that same place it but, could just be different descriptions of the exact same thing. Like it's, it is what it is. You know, yeah. we call it this, you call it that, but at yeah. the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah. What do you learn from it? What do you learn about yourself? It's yeah. like, it's the mirror to your soul. Like if you see something scary, are you thinking about the world in a scary way? When like somebody like me might see the same thing and be like, oh, that's pretty. But yeah. it's just the way we're, you know, if we, it's some, a lot of it's our own perception. True. Not reality. Yeah that makes any sense on an, another hippie level it sure does yeah so i guess to close this out i'll i'll just kind of what i mentioned to heather before like earlier before you got here christian i was I, I told her that i was like you know i worked like half of this episode i got half this episode down and then finished that documentary and they pointed more to it just being like her you know loose with her meds not really taking what she should have been taking and unfortunately yeah. it led to her death and and i was like so i just kind of like thought about scrapping the episode but heather and i were talking and it was just kind of like one of those things where it's like this show isn't biased towards my beliefs. Like if something doesn't line up with my beliefs, I don't want to just cut the episode because it doesn't like, oh, it turns out this one wasn't real. I'm not going to talk about it. Like, no, people need to know. Like if I if I fell down this this rabbit hole for a little bit and it's been a while since I look into it, but then there's probably a lot of other people that are still believing this and still going out. So if if I'm looking into something and it's not, it turns out at the end of it, it's not accurate and like, I feel like I wasted my time. It's not a waste of time because we're still going to review it. We're still going to be like, no, it turns out I was wrong on this one. You know, mm -hmm. I, I would feel really bad if I just cut all of the stuff that I was wrong about and, you know, left in everything that Christian was wrong about, which I mean, so far we have like 22 <laughs> episodes of that, 23, 24, whatever it is now. So, but so, I'm, you know, you got to, to talk about this subject and be, to make it, I think more fun yeah and real and more important is you have to be willing to be wrong sometimes oh, yeah like yeah. you throw out your opinion and then you might get different information later and you're like nope okay i was wrong yeah that's why our dynamic works so well yeah i'm fine being wrong we're looking at every angle yeah. in every episode we're always open-minded and may maybe it's that maybe it's this or yeah and yeah. so so that's kind of why you got a, a two-part episode today was you know i had spent so much time looking into this elevator game and i was like oh this is gonna be great especially with the documentary that's coming out on netflix and this and that and then you know you watch the documentary and you're like mm, i actually kind of agree with them mm -hmm. i gotta you know? say something though huh this might not make you feel as well i'm pretty sure the elevator game's real because it's coming from korea they got they got the best juiciest they are yeah. the, have the <laughs> oh, scariest yeah. myths and I'm pretty sure they're real sometimes. Yeah. Go hop in an elevator, Christian. Yeah. Uh, that's 
If it's real, I don't want to do it. Well, Ouija you're the one board. always trying to get Ouija boards. But that's not and, real. Uh, just let's do some DMT, guys, and just see don't what talk it is. to the woman. DMT, on, on you floor just see five. elves. Oh, I yeah. know. I don't want to see anything. Just yeah. when you get in the elevator, don't talk to the lady on floor five. Yeah. So what happens in the whole myth? If you don't do anything, you're and, fine. Look, okay. When I was researching, like, can this, you push the buttons and then go in the fetal position and close your eyes? And no, just be like fine? the the end game is essentially you. After all this, you know, up and down, up and down. When the floor opens on the ground floor, or maybe it's the tenth floor, um, you're in another you're, portal. You're in a different world, and, and so you nobody's there. Out. Like you walk through, and it's just like creepy as hell. But you have to go back to the same elevator you left to return, and you yeah. have to go. So, you have to reverse the pattern of the floors you went to. Like Elisa Lamb could really be. Like Somewhere that was, in another dimension, her body was just here, and that's no, it. the original the body, the body goes with it. That's oh, the okay. thing. Like so it's, you just it, it's disappear yeah. completely. Yeah. Well, because I think we saw the video before they found her body. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, like because it was so creepy and nobody knew what was going on. They showed the video, yeah. and then you didn't hear nothing about it. Yeah, because she was still missing. When like yeah. when what I watched in the first episode, it, they found the video. They're like, look, we found this footage, and now like we're so that confused. Is, we still don't know where she is at. Yeah. That is a cons- like a paranormal investigation that we were all in or had the opportunity to be in from the beginning. And from the beginning, because there was no body, mm-hmm. it was really freaky. Yeah. And then when the the way she died or where she died and how they found out added to it. And it just kept I, this stacking is such up. A, I'm so shocked I didn't know about this until this coming out like it's so i'm trying to think about where apparently under a rock raising kids yeah Yeah, i I did have my first baby that year yeah that's not always probably heavily sleep sleep deprived yeah not paying attention to the news but that's yeah it's a crazy story and can't wait to finish the documentary and hear about it yeah when i was the thing that got me the most and i was so pissed uh when i was researching the elevator game episode I was looking around for stories of people that tried this. Mm-hmm. And one of the headlines was don't play the elevator game. And I was like, oh, interesting. So I clicked on it and I was reading through it. And it was this guy that went and uh, and he said when the lady came on, he, like he was freaking out because the lady came on to the fifth floor and was c- trying to talk to him. And he just kept staring at the floor and didn't say anything, didn't say anything. And he went through the motions, went back and forth. And then uh, when the lady finally was about to get off the elevator, I think as she was walking away, she said, thank you. And he said, you're welcome. And then as soon as he said, you're welcome, he was like, fuck. He's like, you're not supposed to stalk and, or, or talk. And she like, she stopped in her tracks and just kind of turned around and was like, look, and I'm like, damn, this story is crazy. And then I, I was on Reddit and I was like, wait, where's this from? And I looked up, it was no sleep. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Fuck <laughs> you. I knew. I was like, of course it'd be no sleep. Yeah. No sleep's all pretty much bullshit. Um, but great stories. Great stories. Yeah. yeah. But I was pissed because I needed, like, I was looking for real stories. Yeah. And I thought this was one of them. And it wasn't until I actually looked at the subreddit that I was like, oh, for sure, this is bullshit. But really well, well written. Yeah. Yeah. So that that about wraps it up, I think, for the, the WandaVision slash elisa lamb cecil hotel episode and you know we might do a few more of these if we get you know random stuff that can't fill an entire episode but we think is is you know good information mm-hmm. good good stuff and good topics to get out let us know if you if you have some topics you want us to do random yeah. talks about some some short hits you know and i did make a facebook post uh, a couple of days ago just kind of again reiterating what we're saying like if you have a story a topic you want to hear an entity you like mm-hmm. that you just want to hear more about shoot us a you know a message email write us on the socials but if you're like hey i want to hear an episode on leprechauns i'd be like all right you oh, know let me one. dig up what yeah. i can find and that's we're just we think of things that interest us and are kind of mm. trending now, but we're always open for any other ideas. So send oh, us yeah. an email at the gang at the freaky Deaky pod. 
Yeah. You want to run through the socials too. Uh, and then we got uh, Facebook at the Freaky Deaky Podcast. We have Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at the Freaky Deaky Pod. Freaky Deaky Pod. Oh, Freaky Deaky Pod. Yeah, so at Freaky Deaky Pod. We got the website, which is thefreakydeaky.com. Yeah. And there's some sweet merch up there. We got you know blankets, uh, stickers, hoodies, shirts. Pretty much anything to get your freaky deke on. Yeah, it's all really cool graphics. If you like weird shit, they like we do, <laughs> we don't have that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's not that kind of freaky deke. <laughs> yeah, we're just a little freaky. Yeah, yeah. I think that just about does it. Then thanks mm-hmm. for for tuning in. You know, um, if you could take a second to to write a review on Apple Podcasts and pretty much anywhere else that you can leave reviews. So uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Okay, we're ready for the second take. Okay, we'll see you next time here on the Freaky Deaky. Yeah. I like it. That was my radio. I like it. Freaky Deaky. something.